is probably the second part. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Um, the Batman came out last week, and oh my god, it was really good. Yeah. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Well, let's let's kind of dissect it. Okay. Okay. Let's let's start from the beginning. Or do you want to do the negative stuff? No, we'll do that after. Okay. We'll give our thoughts first. So the beginning, I really like what you said. So you can say it about the whole voiceover. Okay, so the movie starts off and ends with uh, uh, Robert, Pass- Robert Pattinson giving a narration. And I felt like that's something that's missing from a lot of comic book movies. Because a lot of times uh, comic books like have that internal monologue for all their characters across all issues. Like all any character, sometimes even whole issues are just inner monologue for some for some uh, stories and for people i felt like was missing a lot was both batman and spider-man because batman has tons of inner monologue because he doesn't he doesn't speak to a lot of people because you know trying to be all intimidating but also like he's not he's not really good at talking with people he's because he's just so emotionally stunted so that inner monologue like always like discussing discussing what he's feeling and like like and like that 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 one line that stuck out to me is like two years of nights have turned me into a nocturnal animal that's like such a batman thing to say in his internal monologue even like tom king writing and writing him would say something like that and tom king's really like he's really metaphorical with his writing i feel like uh but I, yeah that was like something it's always missing like oh, like batman's constantly talking in his head like either like for investigating clues or like who's potential suspects or even judging someone's body language, like if he's gonna, if they're a potential threat, if like they're gonna, like he's like, all right, they're they're standing in this sort of way, I better be ready to counter with this move. And like even during fights, he's monologuing, he's like, my fists are like throbbing with like punching so many, my fists are bloody and throbbing from beating all these criminals, and like the I have to push through the pain. I have like a bunch of stab wounds. It's like I just gotta push, just gotta push. It's like that. I always like love reading that when it comes to Batman comics and like that whole thing with the signal like it's like the signal's not just to call me it's a warning to criminals like yeah the dark knight like the beginning of dark knight touched on that like jim gordon said like i just turn it on even when he's i know he's not coming he's like why it's like it's like because like i just turn it on i don't always expect him to come he's like why hopefully because he's busy and like you've been seeing the criminals seeing the sales like no nah, i'm not gonna do that it's, it's it's night but the way it was describing the Batman's like it's a warning. It's like it is a warning. The bat signal's a warning to criminals. Like Batman's out on patrol, guys. Don't do your crime. He could be lurking in that shadow right there. Yeah, like they basically Which shot they basically people did. He's like, the... he's like, they don't. They think I'm in the shadows. Like pr- playing up that a lot of criminals, especially in the earliest, thought Batman was like a, a ghost. A, yeah, a supernatural being. Like because no human can do what Batman's doing. He can't dodge. No one dodging bullets coming out of the shadows disappearing reappearing breaking limbs out of nowhere like flying freaking flying there's like it's like there's a flying bat in the air <laughs> <laughs> some people some criminals think that and even when like in in one of the crises when batman died and superman asked dick to become batman and dick eventually became batman he said we can't have a grave for batman like, I know a bunch Damn. of you, I know the Bat family, I know they just, like, want a grave for Batman to respect him. Why like, not just do one in the Batcave? Yeah, I think you could do that, like, with Jason Cosman. Like, he said, like, we can't have a grave because that diminishes, that will weaken the the symbol of Batman. It will lessen the fear. Like, some criminals don't even think he's human still. They still think he's a supernatural being. So I should just become Batman and, like, not show, like, any sort of, like, like evidence that batman's really gone mm-hmm. like even even times when batman's injured a lot of the bat family will step up and be batman for him basically keep up the keep up appearances keep up the story keep up the fear in gotham so that's mm-hmm. what i really liked about the beginning of the batman movie was by like... the way i just want to because i know that you can go on and on <laughs> I, and on i could go forever um I kind of laughed. Well, I did laugh in the beginning. You laughed a lot of times in the movie. In the most serious places too, which sucks because I laughed at the beginning because you know he's like, to me, as far as I know, Batman is this quiet creature who like kind of just does his best to be stealthy and kind of hide. That's why he wears black. He kind of goes around and all that. It's mostly the cape. The cape is for stealth. Whatever. And so, um, it's. 
when he finally comes out and you hear his footsteps you just hear this clanking when he's walking out of the shadow and i'm like <laughs> but i told you that that's... hold on okay. and so in my head i'm like wait that's like the least intimidating thing because if you could hear him from a mile away it's like to you maybe but to all of a sudden like the whole that's that was bruce's point like yeah, yeah. so go ahead and correct me as to why i was wrong <laughs> is that batman a lot of times in the movie he's silent and then he's when he doesn't want to be he's not silent that's the point that's him trying to stir up the theatrics the fear is that at any moment he's a theater kid yeah well he was raised by alfred who was a who was a trained actor by the way the alfred in this movie is virtually non-existent he's in mm. for like 10 minutes um, and the one time he wasn't even bringing him tea <laughs> but yeah he, that he was being invisible and then to kind of like raise tension it caught their attention like the footsteps and they're like who's this guy coming out of the shadows all of a sudden it was that was all for the fear tactics mm-hmm. and then like you later on in the movie you see him like he just disappears without a sound so he, that was he was doing that on purpose kiss. which i see why you laugh but like from me like as a comic reader standpoint like yeah that's perfect yeah i i, I guess because i'm still because like it's always referenced even in young justice where it's just like why do they always do that or like even why, in justice why do these right? bad kids just yeah. disappear they just you're talking to them you turn around and they're gone and it's just like where, where do they go they disappear it was like explained even like with these with the gotham and gotham girl these like almost like superman level heroes like he did that he disappeared and they're like they're both like where did he go and it's like i can't even see him i'm using my x-ray vision where did he go (laughs) did it just go up and i don't know and there's even a reference in uh in batman brave and the bold where plastic man is like how does he do that and then finally like towards the end of the episode he like went through a wormhole to bring out a bunch of these batmen and plastic man goes so wormholes that's how he does honestly it. i could see that happening like a freaking mother it's box. like a mother box and some boom tubes yeah well no they would hear that because it's like boom yeah yeah um i brought up like the plot so we can kind of remember um So with the whole James Gordon and uh... I really liked uh, Jeffrey Wright's James Gordon. Okay. I liked how he was the only one on Batman's team basically for the whole GCPD, which is that whole thing with Year One. So like a lot of this, you can tell like a lot of the inspirations for the movie was Year One, Batman Long Halloween, kind of No Man's Land and Zero Year. Um, a few others people have pointed out a few others, but these are ones that I've read that I'm like, yeah, I could see that uh but like uh jim was the only one on his side like yeah i trust you i know you're good for this city and even bruce is like yeah i can trust you too you're a good cop and with this cesspool of corrupt cops (laughs) i liked their dynamic it was what i liked about the good cop and bad shit cop yeah that was really good too i i enjoyed it because it was like a lot of the humor that they had and i guess i give props to matt reeves i don't really know a lot of his stuff but um the way he made the comedy or the slight humorous moments that there were in the lighthearted moments yeah like they were they were funny and i liked that and i don't know if it was on purpose or if it was just robert pattison's doing but when he would kind of have like a slight smile because he thought that something that jim did or whatever like he would kind of like like you know what i mean like that small little smile that jim would do that no batman or uh, bruce do that yeah you didn't notice yeah see i didn't notice any smirks or i did well it was very slight um but aside from that i really enjoyed um i think we talked about this where it's like whether it's more intimidating because in that train scene whether it's more intimidating to have the bullets bouncing off or someone dodging bullets i I think no i'm gonna go first because you've been talking this whole time i think it's more intimidating to like shoot at someone and just have the bullets because it's like no matter how much you shoot there's no point because the guns aren't going to be of any use you know they're just going to bounce off his armor i think that's more intimidating i say and that's what they did in the movie i say dodging the bullets is more intimidating because it plays up to that more supernatural effect like this guy is fast enough to dodge bullets who does that even here's the scene that always solidified it for me was in year the year one movie is when he's like first going out and like he's fighting these corrupt cops 
a cop pulls out a gun, a crime cop. He's like doing crime. Pulls out a gun, shoots at at Batman. Batman physically ducks the bullet, <laughs> and it goes through his cape. And the way the cop retells the story to the entire police precinct, he goes, "I shot at this guy, and the bullet went through him." Because he was so like hyped up on fear, he thought he shot at him. And the bullet went through Batman and didn't phase him. He didn't see any blood. He didn't see anything. He just saw the bullet go through him. Because also being in a dark situation, you just see that he shoots at that guy. And that guy still comes at me. And the bullet went through him. There's nothing. So that's why I think that's more intimidating. Where you see it, you shoot at that guy. You think you hit him, but it doesn't. He's still going. No blood, no nothing. That's way more intimidating than seeing a spark off his shoulder and being like, this guy's a man who's wearing armor. That's not intimidating. <laughs> but a lot of bullets don't just bounce off. That's the thing. Well, yeah, towards the end, Almost, yes, he was well, actually taking was damage. Like, yeah, but not even like Kevlar armor. Like that thing absorbs it, basically. Yeah, it does. Well, it, it, the way it works is like it goes through one layer and it, for some bullets, they still explode. So it explodes underneath like, like this. Uh, what is Kevlar? Uh, technically fabric. Huh. There's armor plating in it, though. There can be. But yeah, it's just... Um, yeah. And also, the bat stare for a lot of... Like, just mo- the moments... Especially in, like, that first scene in, like, with the first body and doing the investigating where he's just walking around the room looking at evidence. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even say anything. He just he looks at it yep, and walks doesn't away. doesn't say a single thing, which is what... He, this is the just, pro- like, click. That's the part of the thing where, like... Like, that would be where inner monologue's going off. He's like, okay. It's like, uh, indentation on the floor, like, this many inches, could be this, could be this. Um, note for later or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and then just the whole, and, like, the whole thing where it's like someone would say something to him and he'd just, like, look at them. Like, he'd be like. You want to take that back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, he's saying so much with just looks, which is what Batman does. He says so much without saying anything. Loud silence. Yeah. Uh. And like even that like that 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 stare at, like at the end of the scene where he's looking at the kid who found the body like I felt that when you could feel him being like I get you well I'm yeah with you. <laughs> yeah he's like looking at the kid he's like he's like I was like I'm not letting this happen like you you saw that in that moment like he's like I'm gonna do everything I can to stop this criminal so that this doesn't happen anymore because it's not supposed to happen this is the reason I'm doing this that this like he saw himself in the kid basically. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is the reason I'm doing it. I'm not letting any kids grow up without their parents mm-hmm. or like suffering from injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I then he walks away and then they completely then they explain why he's doing all the staring and I actually really like that explain, explanation that he's looking at everything. Oh, the contact. Yeah, so he yeah. could record it for later and review it. That's like a really good way to explain it like why he just does so much just looking and staring. I just saw you like nodding when he was like reaching into his eye and like taking Yeah, cuz I was like, "Oh yeah, that's from New 52 where yeah. the whole bat computer contact lenses." Oracle oracle <laughs> um the thumb drive that was pretty funny <laughs> yeah that was funny uh the iceberg lounge you said that was an actual thing yeah yeah penguin owns the iceberg lounge which is a casino and where he does a lot of money laundering and stuff other criminal activities happen in there um oh with uh Catwoman. yeah you said like because i remember we saw a video or something where uh it's insinuated that she's in sex work or something of the sort. And you said that usually her background isn't. Yeah, she was an orphan. And like she, her and her like adoptive sister, like they were both in the orphanage. Uh, I, think it, I think it lost funding. And so they were out on the streets and they like were fending for themselves. I think in year one specifically, it's insinuated that maybe she was but definitely her friend was and like she was about to get in a fight and she was protecting her and that was bruce like uh bruce was like trying to get information out of her or something and then him him and selena fought right then and there Hmm. so it's insinuated like maybe kind of she probably it it was never it's never flat out stated that she did sex it's just like wink wink yeah it's insinuated that she may might have just to survive and the whole plot twist of her being related to... To Falcone. Yeah. Everyone says Falcone. I personally pronounce it Falcone. Because that's how I've Italian. Because that's how I've heard it a lot of times in the animes. Which apparently, like, we looked this up later because I haven't... I've only read Long Halloween. I've never read the sequel Dark, Vic, Dark Victory, which 
apparently that was a plot point in Dark Victory. Or, or maybe it was in Long Halloween. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just trying to go through this. Um, oh, yeah, there's the funeral with the collar bomb. Oh, yeah, we did, the Riddler. Uh, probably one of the more key riddle me this batman i wish he said that he did say riddle me this he did yeah oh well. during the fu- the facetime he said just riddle once. me this if you are justice please do not lie what's the price for your blind eye this movie's been out for like two days and you're already that was in the trailer a lot so that's how i remember it he lies still. That was the first answer to the first riddle. Okay, well. That, the answer to that riddle was uh, a bribe, which was $10,000. Also, we're not talking about the most important thing. This was a, tech, a detective story, first and foremost. It was such a good noir. Oh, my it wasn't God. The a, music. It wasn't about being a comic book movie. It was about being a detective story. They basically focus on, like, that's what they said in one of the movie reviews we read before the movie, which was, like, spoiler-free. They basically pointed out that it was a more grounded story, like, the gadgets and gizmos were all, like, more realistic. Or more, like, Not in reality. Because, yeah. like, I mean, the contact lens like that, I mean, it doesn't exist. But, you know, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm um which i liked i wish the cape was longer i didn't like the bulkiness and the fact that he has to carry around a big backpack how how else are you gonna Uh, come on he can't wear it under his his clothes like it's a just a giant freaking metal plate on his chest he can't wear that underneath see if it was like uh, like, if it was spandex like it should have been which you said you want to see more of yeah i want to see classic gray and black skin tight suit doesn't have to be skin tight. It like like a lot what uh, Ben Affleck's suit was. That was just pretty... less armory. Even also the fact that even... that bat in the middle is just a knife. A battering. <sighs> the batterings are supposed to flip open. No, that's only sometimes. A lot of times he just throws it. it th- there's no flipping. And isn't a isn't a um, isn't a boomerang supposed to be like a V? It just. It just curves inward. But a lot what of ta- did, Oh, what did you think about the cape being like saran wrapped to him to fly? Well, I just saw it as it turning into a flight suit, like a lot, a lot of what a wingsuit, which what people use, which I was fine with it. I mean, I get why not doing the cape thing again because we saw that in the Dark Knight, but like doing it in a more practical way of it turning into a wingsuit, mm-hmm. and him obviously not being very well versed in it <laughs> him just doing it a few times he was even scared to jump off yeah which was very year one from a gargoyle yeah yeah which is very year one a lot of times like you're seeing like we're he's he's not he hasn't figured it out yet he's still doing everything he's like, not like he's flying by the seat of his pants and hoping it all works out he has doubts when he does it but after like you see years of him doing it he's it's like nothing to him. that's also one thing i feel like a lot of people are forgetting is that this is a in the first beginning yeah this is like a beginning kind of story when it comes to batman it doesn't do the whole like kid who lost his parents in crime alley thing yeah it doesn't show that it's it, it did what basically uh, uh homecoming did which is like just kind of started not in the middle not at the end but just kind it of like early not beginning. showing that fluff again that yeah. we've all seen countless times they do reference it yeah but we've, we've already seen it with keaton we've seen it with kilmer we haven't Clooney didn't flash back to it. Uh, ben didn't do it. No, it did. BVS in the beginning. Oh, well. Yeah. It, I we didn't saw see that it with movie. him. Um, we saw it with Bale, for sure. Like, all the Batmans, except for Clooney and Robert Pattinson, are the only ones who haven't, like, you haven't slightly seen. Um, it's not, like, dedicated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't... But also his Bruce Wayne. We, we didn't talk about his Bruce Wayne. So I mean, okay, it's not a lot, but that makes that that's that make that's what you said. Yeah, it makes sense. So I I first said it's like when I like right out the theater, I was like he's a lot broodier than he should be. But then I remembered like no, this is his, again, this is his first two years. He hasn't processed it. He hasn't made the persona, and uh, again, and he hasn't been doing this for a really long time. He's like literally like already like still very like depressed and emotionally reserved and everything. So he's 
he's he's acting how he would he would act like he's acting very broody and and life doesn't matter yeah all that sort of stuff but it's only after him doing this for a long time and even having a robin and yeah. even, even just with jim and general jim and alfred like humanizing him a little more for me where, it was the glasses oh that was so funny it was me. where bruce wayne isn't as depressing yeah <laughs> and especially with after robin he has to make he has to do the play the billionaire playboy persona more to to not only help gotham but to like, i've never seen bruce wayne and batman in one room together <laughs> yeah but not only to help gotham but to make appearances which also like plays into the end where um he was like i have to do i, I have to do more with batman not just trying to be vengeance and uh something for the criminals to fear but something for the citizens to hope yeah and then that all plays into the whole mayor thing where like the mayor was kind of more on batman's side so maybe like if there is a sequel you could see more of bruce bringing in the playboy persona to help gotham to help fund gotham uh stuff like to help yeah just Just more philanthropy yeah more philanthropy to help gotham which he can't do alone like i saw someone pointing out like how the movie not even knowing in Batman Begins, it explains why doesn't just Bruce Wayne like fix all the problems in in Gotham with his like being a billionaire. It's like because it actually might bankrupt him, which is what happened. So in Batman Begins, it explains that the uh, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne tried to help the city just a little bit with the, as much money as they had, and they all, and Wayne Enterprises almost went bankrupt because of that. So it takes a lot more money just to run a city than just uh, being a, bi- a few billion dollars. City skyline. <laughs> um, it's because he's been playing it recently. Um, yeah. And you said... Uh, we didn't talk about Riddler again. We, like, yeah. Off. Well, I mean, because... I don't know. I feel like he was really good. Yeah, he was... Um, uh, I didn't like the whole... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the, the first... constant... <sighs> Yeah. I, I think because it's hard, hard to breathe in that mask. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like, anyway. I I saw more as that. I kind of felt like they turned him from this like quirky character who like mess not messes with Batman, but it's like riddle me like makes it riddle me compli- this Batman. Yeah, like makes it like complicated. I feel like they turned him into in like a four chan kind of guy, you know, and like, sp- like an incel basically uh, theor- uh, conspiracy theorist uh deep state sort of thing republican <laughs> which reminds me complete side story i went to home goods yesterday and there was like this one family and so this one guy was like kind of getting teed off or something and like i don't know who it was one of the family members was like why are you always so mad and <laughs> one of the younger kids is like he's a republican <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyway, um, I'd say that he was pretty good. Yeah, he, yeah, he was very. It was, it was, it was a lot more like psychologically scary. That's what I got when I watching the movie. Like this guy's scary. I mean that scene in Arkham. Yeah, it wasn't like like an intimidating sense. Like oh, I see him. It's like oh, I'm so scared of him. No, it was more like this guy is extremely smart. He is deranged. Deranged. He is five moves ahead of both Batman and the police. And, like he literally has it planned out to the freaking degree like where falcone's gonna stand he had it planned out just by feeding batman the breadcrumbs he knew that he would go down there bring him out into the light and that's where he could well i mean he did tell him to bring him to the light he did but batman didn't do that subconsciously he just did it like he just like he was there to get arrested mm-hmm. and then boom so it was just like it was just showing like how meticulous and like smart the Riddler is, which he is. He's like insane, insanely smart. He was he's smart enough to figure out Bruce Wayne's Batman. He did that once in the. Um, I mean, technically they alluded to it, but really it wasn't. Yeah, they did that once in the Hush storyline, and like Batman was like, oh, so which they also alluded to. Yeah. So oh yeah yeah like Riddler like uh, like if you read the Hush storyline, you see that like uh, the whole mystery is like who is Hush, who is Hush, and then turns out. Not even Hush was, like, the mastermind. It was Riddler. Riddler was the mastermind behind all the things happening. And it was because, uh, like, uh, fast track, Riddler was, had cancer. He found a Lazarus pit. And he tried to, like, and 
blah 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 and like he somehow he figured out batman was bruce wayne and bruce and batman approaches him he's like uh, so he's like oh so you figured it out and he's like yep i figured it out i'm gonna tell the world and batman goes no you're not and he's like what do you mean no i'm not he's like i was like what here tell me that riddle me this riddler what is the worst thing about a riddle is when someone knows the answer everyone knows the answer to the riddle and you're the one you're one of the only ones who has the answer to this riddle one of the most important riddles in gotham city is who is batman so you're not going to tell anyone because then you're not then everyone knows the riddle and you hate that and he was like you're right he was like disappointed like you're right i'm not telling anyone because because again like showing playing onto his like his like mental illness that he's very like uh, he's very egotistical and stuff like that he's, narcissistic yeah narcissistic that he he focuses on himself and like he he needs to be the smart one he needs to know everything and knowing batman's bruce wayne he's not gonna give away the answer so uh, you could interpret that kind of in the in the movie too when he's like going bruce wayne like like even bruce was like this guy knows who i am and then quickly switches it it's like we almost had him like like that could you could like go layers into that like maybe he's playing it up maybe he does know but it pretends yeah, he doesn't he's teasing him but it's also like that like that's the that's the one answer that no one else will know no one else can know but me i can only know this and because like he's my best friend <laughs> batman's my best friend i can't do that to him. yeah <laughs> yeah that part where he's like nah dude and he's like what <laughs> Like when the bomb dropped on him, where it was just like he's not in it, he's not in on it. Yeah, like even he was saying his goodbye to Jim. Like Batman was saying goodbye. Like it's like you're a good cop, Jim. Like he's seeing literally the writing on the wall that like this guy knows who I am, and no. I gotta I gotta go see <laughs> the him. The unmasking and it was him. Like the unmasking, I know who you truly are. All that like all the all these words that like could mean that hey, I know you're Bruce Wayne. And he goes to James like you're a good, and like he says like it's like unmasking. What what do you think that could mean? It's like could mean the end of the Batman. And then he goes to Jim, you're you're a good cop. He's going there fully well that he's gonna reveal to the to Gotham that he's Bruce Wayne. And then he doesn't. To me that's a little scary. Yeah. It is scary. Sorry. It's just like a lot to take in. Um since we're on the topic of Riddler and like Arkham, um Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joker teased in that final my scene. boss robert said it's two-face <laughs> i i thought that too when i first saw his face before he said like some clues like they say you're a clown or the laughing and uh i was like could it be two-face seeing the scarring on the left side of the face which yeah is typically two-faces scarred face <laughs> i just remember the scene <laughs> Where it's like he doesn't know it's the Joker until he takes off the nurse's mask and then he's like, <laughs> 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 sorry, um, yeah, I don't know. You're right. I'm kind of done with the Joker. It's like we've seen it a lot. I prefer like just having so many villains. He's like Clayface, Killer Croc, Kill Killer Moth, Firefly, Man Bat, Azrael. Do let's have an Azrael storyline. What about Hush? Hush too. Yeah, that's a good one too. Who's that again? Thomas Elliot. Right. I don't remember who that is. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have nothing to share. <laughs> Aside from I really enjoyed their chemistry between yeah. Batman. Honestly, Robert Pattinson had really good chemistry with I, almost everyone. Yeah. I saw film. like a thing in TikTok. I was like, it's like, why are you saying these guys? Like someone was saying like, it's like these guys don't have sexual tension like between... Uh, Catwoman and Bruce Wayne. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, like, like the like you moment see the he first comes fight, literally, like just <laughs> right on the table. Bro. But it's like also seeing like like seeing more like how she's the more flirtatious one, and he's the more like mm. reserved. And it's like, okay, I like you, but I can't, I can't show you my, my, my. Inner, Basically, my if you want to know what our relationship is like, <laughs> just look at that. <laughs> and I have four cats. So. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Also, like some of the references, like the hush thing, where like when where Riddler's revealing the history behind the Wayne family and the Arkham family, and how 
Thomas Wayne tried to silence an, uh, a reporter by the name of something Elliot, and then over is like, and then mentioning that's like he oh. paid him hush money, hush in big white letters. Yeah, and it's like, oh, is that a reference it's to like, hush? Ooh. And they even made a reference to his dad even suturing up. Yep, which is within the long Halloween. But even yeah. Matt Reeves said he would like to do a yeah, well, a hush, hopefully have hush in a sequel, potential sequel. But it's not announced. I mean, they even said any... that probably a Robin. Yeah. And if anything, if I had to put my money, it's either the kid or it's either the one from the beginning that ran away who didn't want to be in oh, the crime. I don't think so. You don't think that would the be way... like a Tim? The thing is that kid is Tim in the Titans show. <laughs> it's all set. <laughs> <laughs> with the, I feel like they need, with the whole kind of universe of Kraven, they need to do the Haley origin. Bruce is at the Haley Circus, and uh, Dick. But why would this Bruce be at a circus? Doing the Playboy thing. After, after uh, doing he went he didn't go there for fun. He went there to just have the persona, and I think. Like, I mean, weren't you the one who told me that he pays for like escorts to be at his house or something? He did. He did that once or twice. Well, you you once mentioned it. Yeah, I don't like know. in especially in year one, he like paid this like Russian supermodel like here just be at the house pretend like we had a night out, blah blah blah, because he was being questioned and like and then he had injuries. He's like, so Mr. Wayne, what uh, where were you? He's like, oh, I was in the the Alps, uh, skiing. That's how I got these injuries. <laughs> Is that your new girlfriend? Nah. Nah. One night stand. <laughs> Hers. She's European. <laughs> Oh my god, which has nothing to do with it, but um, the uh, the house, oh, the architecture. Oh, the Wayne Tower, the Gothic architecture so that Gotham is known for. Yes, it's so beautiful. And then I feel like they did what? <laughs> I feel like they did Alfred so dirty, so dirty. Like I think. They barely, no, I feel like, because as far as I know, or maybe it has to do with what you pointed out, which is he's very separate. Um, But I think that Alfred just didn't have that much of a role as I assumed he would have. Yeah, he wasn't there the whole, it wasn't so much him being in, Alfred being in on Batman's camp, it was more Jim. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like actually a good different, like a good change of pace. Like we've seen so much of, of Alfred being in Batman's corner. Only in the, in the Dark Knight series did we see more of Jim. Being a huge role, so in this one we saw a lot more of Jim rather than Alfred. Which, if you go back to like watching the like thinking about it, like he he helped a lot too. Like he helped decipher some of the Riddler. Yeah, I stuff. don't know. I guess it's because I wanted more. And then yeah yeah. I think it's just because so many characters in the movie, uh, and like so many supporting characters like Jim and Catwoman. I feel like they gave everyone a good amount. Talk about the twins just opening the door constantly, afraid of just being decked in the face by someone. <laughs> they had the worst luck. Yeah, but also like that whole sequence when like, like, with Alfred getting the package, I was like, like my my heart was in my stomach. I was like, don't. Don't kill Alfred. No. When they said it already happened, I was, I was like, like, "Wait!" I literally went, "Oh no, is he dead?" I don't. Think I was like, I was, I was getting a little emotional. Yeah. Well, the scene from the hospital. That really, too, I was yeah. getting emotional too. There. You liked? Well, not that you liked that scene, but yeah, it affected I, you. Yeah, I was like, that's showing like how much of a father figure Alfred is, and Bruce hasn't hasn't appreciated it until that point he was literally like you're not my dad yeah <laughs> you're not and, my dad <laughs> yeah and then right there he's like he's like you were a good father alfred yeah. which he is alfred. it reminds me of the rebirth scene uh, the rebirth comic where he even asks like is uh, this a good death yeah he's like would my parents be would proud my parents be proud yeah and alfred tells him every, like not every day but he tells him as many times as he can like yeah your parents would be proud of what you're doing bruce Mm-hmm. And it's like he, and he would have told him like you don't have to push yourself. Well, not this dad because well, not these parents because the mom is in or was in asylum. She was crazy apparently, and the dad ordered to kill one of the people. Well, he didn't order. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, he like immediately regretted. But like also with like that whole thing, like Thomas Wayne being like kind of corrupt, and like Bruce only being an eight year old kid. 
he like seeing his dad like as a superhero like he thought his dad was like the pinnacle of good and i was like damn that's like a hard, huge blow and like but i was more accepting of that because of reading uh, thomas being batman and him especially in the city of bane storyline where he was being pretty much a terrible father to bruce yeah so it's like i could accept that of Thomas like not it's not so, something so out of the ordinary yeah it's not out of the ordinary for me a lot of people would be like no thomas is like the best guy ever for bruce it's like no not so much anymore yeah thomas is a deeply flawed individual interesting but you just don't see that especially through the lens of an eight-year-old kid yeah you you only know what bruce remembers basically which is but I even mean, alfred too like alfred knew the waynes really well and he, yeah, but, he loved and respected them. But looking at it through the lens of an eight-year-old, you're yeah. going to see it like yeah. how an eight-year-old sees it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about that, um, what's, I forgot to tell you this, and I think I was saving it for this instance. At work, uh, my, my boss and I were talking about the last couple minutes of the movie, freaking hour probably i don't know and uh when we saw him take out that vial and it was green and then he just jabbed it and went so many people are like is that venom is that venom like it's probably just adrenaline yeah but why would it be green reference why would he go insane like he didn't go insane he got really mad that's that's the adrenaline no yes no you that's that's what an epipen is but it wasn't yeah, EpiPen has adrenaline in it, but just like like a straight adrenaline shot. In in COD, when you oh get a stim God. shot, that's a stim shot. That's not like, adrenaline. That's like, like it's gasped. like basically morphine. What's the difference? Morphine is to help numb pain. Adrenaline not only like is just to, it starts the heart. Yeah, it's supposed to like give them a, a in, huge in energy. Fiction, it's, they like, it's supposed to give them a huge energy boost, so where pain just doesn't but exist. But anger like that. Yeah. To the point where you get was, mad like that? Yeah, because he was no. watching her almost die. And, like, he's, like... I saw it this way. The adrenaline, like, really, like, gave him a lot of energy. And mm-hmm. he's seeing Catwoman almost die. And he's, like, I'm... This is not ha- how he is so much of protecting life. He's, like, this isn't happening to anyone. Especially, it's not someone I would care about. And it's not it's not going to happen because of this thug and the killer. Because I miss this. I saw it that way. Like, he's, like... He's, like, this isn't happening... And like the adrenaline just like like supercharging like as me being I played who played a bunch of sports adrenaline can do some crazy stuff to you. Yeah, you didn't know you broke your knee or something. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't know that. I, like a bunch <laughs> of injuries, like I just pushed past because I was so hopped up on adrenaline. Like I I just pushed through, and like I like yeah, I've gotten really mad because of adrenaline. I guess. So I didn't see it as it venom. just seems like a big coincidence. Venom, venom doesn't make you angry. It makes you dumb. It can in large doses. <laughs> It just depletes your brain function. I guess. Or maybe it was like the Hulk serum or something. Oh like okay, well, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, the negative stuff. Do you want to do Oh, that? yeah, we'll quickly touch on a little negative reviews. So we're going to look at some negative reviews of the movie. I, this was really and... just my idea because I really like when he gets mad at people for uh, pointing out the dumbest stuff sometimes. And then he'll be like, but that's not the point of the movie. Yeah. And he'll just go on a tangent about how, I don't know. You're missing it. Um, Oops. Okay. Oh, this one's good. So this person at least said spoiler alert. And then they said where to start. God. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And then. That's always a great way to start. <laughs> well, I mean, where to start. So, uh, the first one is the body double for Patterson that looks nothing like him to show he has muscles. They, they think they that, think that shirtless scene was a body double? Well, I don't know, I guess. Or just... That was him. Was he doing his own stunts? No. Oh. They're talking about a I body think, double I to think... show muscles. You don't see his muscles under the suit. You saw him once in the shirtless scene. Is that what... Do you think that's what I don't doing? know. That's what they said. If they're talking about that, that's kind of stupid. I, that's that's him. By the way, oh God, I'm gonna eat my words. Um, I'm someone who f- thinks that Robert Pattinson's kind of overrated, but this movie was like 
oh and i've been seeing interviews of him yeah, yeah that's the whole reason i'm attracted to him now because he's bad <laughs> i saw like interviews of him he has a pretty good sense of humor and i'm like oh shoot he's got that classic british sense of humor i'm like dude no robert what are you doing stop oh my god that sounds so weird because that's my boss's name <laughs> anyway um okay patterson slash script as in the script portrayal of bruce wayne as mopey teenager yeah like i said it's because he's that's it so that's that's the way that sentence was written i mean it's just him being really emotionally reserved and broody because he's like I, he I lost don't... his parents yeah but also like he's not caring he's not putting his energy into being bruce wayne he's putting his energy into being batman so he doesn't care how he acts as bruce wayne plus he's like an insomniac so that too honestly <laughs> Um, Bruce Wayne claiming he doesn't care about business. He's supposed to be a philanthropist. Not at the beginning of his career. He was all dead set on just pouring his money into being Batman. And not even, not, because a, a lot of instances he's thought is, he's considered dead. So he's like, I'm just going to stay dead. I'm not going to, Bruce Wayne's not coming back. I think you're going to love this one. Absolutely zero character development. Wait. For everyone or just that, him? Just absolutely. What the, what this the is, hell? I'm reading it as, he wrote a list. I'm reading, it, I'm not <laughs> the person who this wrote re, it. This reminds me of that scene in Always Sunny where they're reading, the, the will reading, where like D, Frank, and Dennis are like, their mom just died and so the will reading and they're all like all getting angry. He's like, he's like, Danny's like, you tell that bitch that I'm not, it's like, it's like the Lord's like, again, I'm just reading a will. Yeah. Okay. Like, literally. And, like, and then and D goes, we know that. We're just, we're just displacing our anger. <laughs> Literally. The last is what this is. <laughs> it's like, there's tons of character development. He went I mean, from... I just thought of the hospital scene. Yeah, but yeah, that too. But like, you're thinking of his perspective, think of his perspective of being Batman in the beginning movie to the end of the movie. He literally says, he is vengeance. I must, it's like, I'm here to stop, try to stop criminals. He was even kind of, already kind of getting like, he jaded at the fact. He was saying like, two years of nights of this and crime is still up so am i even making a change and, and then he the, saw he was yeah at the end he went like i have to try to change i have yeah. to try to make this change i have to try to change gotham that's that's literally a full 180 of how he's from <laughs> the beginning to the end of the movie what do you mean no character develop yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying uh, the penguin is now an Italian mobster. What? Wasn't he always an Italian mobster? He's always a mobster. Well, Italian he's mobster. He's always like some sometimes British, but even here I didn't see him as an Italian mobster. I Come just, on. I just saw him as the penguin being the penguin. Bad and bad, bad cop and bad shit cop. <laughs> the fact that man never really saves anyone in particular. So did they even watch the? Did end? they watch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> whole thing he literally saves a little boy <laughs> he saves a little hold on not only in the end the beginning of the movie he fights all those guys to save that one guy that too yeah. but also the kid who's like dude just let me go and he let him go like he yeah. didn't kind of saved him in the sense of like crime yeah that was, in the future but yeah, like, that was also a point of like a lot of the like i can argue this like a lot of like even a lot of superhero movies don't show them saving like one person. Like, I think it's just implied that they saved a whole city. Yeah, well, that's that's not that's that's, that's there's there's no connection there. That's what I like about Batman and Superman. They have connection with the the people they save. Yeah. Even like Captain America does too, and the Flash especially. He's, he talk he talks with them. Yeah. Buy some pizza. Yeah, go get some pizzas. And. Uh, fire detectors. Yeah, firefighters. Yeah. Or was that Wally? No, that was. Bobo. Who was that? Who got fire detectors and just like? Oh yeah, smoke that was detectors. Wally. So yeah, he got batteries for all the smoke detectors in <laughs> in Central City and Keystone City, I think. All right, and then it says Catwoman's backstory and how it kind of switches at some point. She claimed Falcone knew she was his daughter in the beginning, then shows that he knows who she is now. Then told she he doesn't know she's his daughter, but still allowed to come for private meeting during a timeline when no one's allowed to see the boss now. That's really weird wording. I see it because the way she explained it is that my like she's like my mom worked for this and like I would be there down there as a kid, 
and always Falcone would be like kind of looking at me weird. I think it was more like he kind of felt it, or at least he he thought it wasn't for sure, but also definitely like this is a like he's he's it's kind of like how like uh like what what Italians do like you kind of adopt people like adopt people in your immediate area like you make them as part of the family. Mm-hmm. So he's like seeing this kid growing up, and he's like okay. She, she's she's like a daughter to me like he would say to like probably to the guys like don't no one touches her okay you know probably like in that sense it mm. was more like he's like like a con- confirmation he was surprised like for oh, real crap. yeah like yeah. F- for real um also we're never given any type of reason why catwoman has affection to this anna girl besides being a roommate no they talk about the f- yeah, that she knew her in the club. They're yeah, just, she's just a kid. Like she was just yeah. basically trying to protect her. Yeah, kind of like how like how she was raised in that club. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? Some people they don't think. <laughs> uh, the campy. Every landmark in NYC is now just Gotham now. What, what, what? I guess a lot of the stuff they replaced instead of it being like new york library it says like gotham library or gotham city library <laughs> what, do you, what do you want <laughs> lots of places do that i bet you he would complain for the opposite <laughs> batman taking absolutely a hundred percent damage and besides being knocked unconscious for a while doesn't show any wounds he didn't like he, he was, was like bruised up yeah when you're shirtless he had like vis- visible marks literally shotgun and sniper bullets were well, never that's never given whole... a plausible explanation of his armor. It's strong. <laughs> yeah, eh? it's what, I mean, you it's see the best his armor back, money can you buy. You see the contact. You see he's a billionaire. You really think... see the Batmobile. Oh, that's a sexy car, and I never say that. <laughs> um, seen in Raptors of Madison Square Garden, where he actually it's Gotham Square Garden <laughs> where he purposefully cuts down a huge dangerous metal rafter while people are below they were already running but he didn't he cut it because are it was they, connected to a I, wire I, I don't know if they're talking about when he was hanging on the ledge he's talking about something oh, wait, that no, no, he no. cut yeah you're talking about okay I, I was thinking did he cut anything on the ledge before he did that I mean, he did that to save people. And because it was connected to the wire. Yeah, and it's not like anything huge dropped. Plus, people were already running away. There was no one. I'm pretty sure he checked. There was also no one. There. When you see him land, there was no one around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the notion that breaking seawall would automatically cause mass flooding. I'm not a scientist, but pretty sure that's not uh, right. What do you think seawalls are for? To keep the water out because it will flood but will it do a big flooding yeah with a bunch of points fracture it wasn't just one bit of the seawall it was the whole seawall surrounding gotham the time that riddler should have yeah it was like so it's not just one area yeah it's, it's like, literally the water from all fronts congregating onto the center of gotham what you, <laughs> uh the fact gotham gets flooded all the time in the comic <laughs> The fact Riddler can recruit 500 people to all arm themselves and take... Have you seen Trump rallies? Have, have you been in America, sir? <laughs> yeah. Literally everyone. Have you seen any, like, any any pro-gun rallies and any NRA rallies? Have you just rallies? seen a school shooting? <laughs> well, that doesn't cause rallies. But, you, but yeah. D- uh, br- This, this, poor, this person sheltered. <laughs> Literally. And take a... Sh- wait. 500 people to all arm themselves and take a shot at a politician. How many presidents around Have the world are constantly being shot at? Wasn't... Reagan got yeah, shot Yeah. Wasn't at. he the one who was like, you missed yeah. or something? Yeah. There was... There was someone, there someone was, threw a shoe. Yeah. There was a diplomat who had like a drone exploded not too far from him. Literally. That was meant to get him. It's like, this is not anything new, especially in a crisis situation where they don't have the time to like, where like they're not, they, they're, they can't concern themselves with covering all the angles yeah. that literally, that's literally part was part that, of the plan. That's what using, happened with JFK. No, like it's just like, well, at least yeah, it was, it was, shot. it was, it was short notice and a lot of surrounding oh, and buildings. What's his face from world war one? Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Well, Cause was... they took an alternate route and it was yeah. like, they didn't. Yeah. But like, like that was part of the plan. He was like, literally, like, I'm gonna be in prison. The city's gonna be flooding, 
everyone's gonna go to the stadium it's your perfect chance to sh- take the shot literally. it's like literally that's part of the plan what are you chaos <laughs> chaos i'm an agent of chaos said politician is shot by sniper slash rifle bullet and is just seemingly okay i mean she got shot and she was immediately being taken care of i wouldn't say she was okay oh the woman yeah I mean, I think you could survive like a shoulder shot. That's where I mean, they that, got that's her. What, that's what happens in movies all the time. <laughs> um, and then that's all they say. Is well, I'm this, sure there's like this more. guy's favorite movie is John Wick. <laughs> I wonder if they've left other reviews. Oh, whatever. Uh, 469 people found it helpful. <laughs> now there's this person. Um I'm giving a one star for this film just because the false one star reviews others gave and it's pretty ridiculous. A lot of people here are attacking the movie with different reasons. We'll mention the false reasons and follow it up with an honest review. Number one. So basically this person says... He's summarizing everyone else's. Saying that he did a one star to kind of like combat everyone else's. I don't know. Number one. Long and boring. It did not feel long and... It did not feel long because the set of action scenes will keep you engaged and devoted to it. So he says it's long and boring, but he it says it's feel- not. Oh, like someone's like people are saying it was long and boring. He says no because action. Okay. <laughs> He's. I'm gonna just do another one. <laughs> like all right, a couple more and we'll wrap it up. I'll start off by saying that it's overall an okay movie, not worth watching the. Th- well, it is so worth watching with you. I would go watch it right now. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but watching at home in your big screen TV would be just fine. No, it won't no. do it justice. No. Or vengeance. Sorry, the hammers of justice are unisex. <laughs> Come on, vengeance. <sighs> I feel like that's her version of Go Get Him, Tiger. Um... The movie was too stretched out. I do agree at some points it was kind of slow. I disagree. Of course you do. <laughs> you liked Batman vs. Superman. Uh-huh. So? That's all I gotta say. Uh, there's too many rainy scenes. It's a noir! It's Gotham City! <laughs> it's a noir! It's, That's the point! Got- you know what we didn't mention? What was funny? As soon as we came out the theater, pouring rain. Oh, yeah. Was, That's a great well, way to end the night. pouring for California. Yeah, but still. It was pretty bad. He yeah. couldn't drive on the freeway. <sighs> That's because my windshield wipers. Are that caused tough. too much noise during action action scenes. Like you, what? The rain noise was never a problem. No. They only did it when it was silent. Yeah. From what I got is that the rain and clouds throughout are representative of a city that is desperate need of hope and change, but it was exaggeratingly too much, which makes it difficult to watch the film comfortable visually. Yeah. It's Gotham City. Honestly, I gotta say Robert Pattinson and the Kravitz girl. <laughs> oh, wow. Forgot her first name. But you had to say Kravitz girl? You just can't say Kravitz? It made for good Batman and Catwoman, but the storyline between them both was lame. The tension between the both is random, quick, and without reason. I'm... I think that's a lot of relationships. You usually see like someone Thor. and you're like, dang, they're hot. Like Thor and Jane, first movie. Fell in love after just a weekend. She ran him over with his car and he was like, I'm in love. <laughs> no, they had that heartfelt review. they had that heartfelt discussion about magic and science. No. The realms. <laughs> Still, like that, that that one line is like, you see these as science and magic. I come from a land where it's all one and the same. Casting Robert, this is a random one. It says, casting Robert Pattinson, you should at least had him do some push-ups and not depend on the Batman outfit to fill him out. I think they're kind of jumping on the fact that Robert Pattinson said he didn't work out. But like in in, in an interview, he said like, like people are discussing, a lot of people are like upset as this. Yeah, it's because, like, I was just trying to be funny. Like, people weren't getting my sense of humor, like, the British sense of humor. And, like, someone asked him, like, oh, you're going to do a lot of working out? I was like, nah, I don't need to work out. Like, he <laughs> said that was his comment. It wasn't that he didn't work out. He did work out. 
It says, uh, wait, what? Robert, although I do believe you tried and actually the only time that got the crowd going, wow, was the embrace that came from Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. The Batman falls as a distant cousin to the Black Knight series. The Black Knight? The Dark Knight? The Black Knight series. I don't know. Someone hide the sons of the to bring to the onlookers an actual low budget film. They do not spend money in marketing if you're looking for What? Uh, what? <laughs> no, no marketing? Oh, this is like all I saw for like for a whole week leading up to it. Literally. And even the merch too. Yeah, merch came out way before. They're already announcing like a, a show. That, that's one of the things that they started announcing too. They did, but they're not saying anything more. I, I don't know if it was like, I think it said it pro- maybe a possibility. No, nothing concrete. Uh, this person said the actors and actresses didn't fit their roles whatsoever. How much you want to bet that it's because Jim Gordon was black? I, I did. I like I said, I didn't think Jeffrey Wright did an amazing job as Jim Gordon. No, but how much do you? Yeah. Like, I urge everyone who is contemplating whether to use their fifteen to pay for tickets to save their money and just buy The Dark Knight instead. That is what? nothing like. They're just two different movies. Plus, you can just watch it on HBO Max. <laughs> Literally. All right, last one. Corny, cheesy dialogues. Have you seen a film noir? It's like cheese all over. Have you seen the 60s Batman? Have you seen Batman Brave and the Bold? Have you seen Batman the Any Animated Batman Series? Have you in seen general. Justice League? Like, it's when they were like... like the show just... I'm justice. I was like... No, I'm vengeance. Whatever. I was like, bro. I mean, he does say that. So it's that... Dude, this Batman is some of the chonkiest, chonkiest <gasps> trash I've ever seen. Oh, I thought they were gonna say his, like him is chonky. I was like, he does look pretty thick in the suit. And I've seen Michelle Pfeiffer's lick Michael Keaton's face. <laughs> so don't test him. <laughs> the plot, the plot was weak at best, but also overcrowded. Basically saying they didn't need uh, three hours. Someone said a seven-year-old could have written that script. No, no, I don't think I so. I don't think so. Someone see, with you a see good... a seven-year seven-year-old come up with pretty elaborate riddles. I don't think so. <laughs> but just the amount of kind of like low-key references. Yeah, but not only like like a lot of like especially with the riddle, like the investigation investigative acts uh, point. A lot of like like there were like some stumbling questions in there. Like how did. Like 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 the whole uh la rata alada like everyone like didn't know I didn't even know I was like trying to think like who could be possibly be? I mean I thought it was gonna be a cop. <laughs> All right, I said last one. You know how people who make Batman movies dream on making a better one than the Dark Knight? Well, it will always be a dream. <laughs> this is way better than Dark Knight. I, I think this is above Dark Knight. So a lot of people. This I haven't the, I haven't I, I haven't decided which one's better, um. But a lot of people are saying like the Dark Knight is I asleep a, in the third one, is a better comic book movie while the the Batman is a better movie or something. And I'd argue, I I was like arguing I was like what this one felt more like a comic book to me. But I guess they're talking since as the genre of a comic book movie like the Dark Knight started the comic book movie genre, like Spider Man. But like no, but like it kind of. You just don't want to admit that Marvel, no, no, no. Like, but you know. It like it started the formula. Like yes, yeah, Spider Man was a good example, but it's not like, like look look at the Dark Knight and Civil War. You can kind of see some like, some inspirations there, but not so much like from the original Spider Man or even X Men for that fact. But like this one felt like a comic book to me. Like like re- after reading like, like turning pages. Yeah, like reading the Long Halloween and all that stuff. It like it felt like that. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. I like I I like I have the Dark Knight in high regard too. But I also hold this movie in high regard. I don't know if I could decide which one is better personally. I will say this: I'm definitely gonna buy this movie on DVD. <laughs> you should get like a special edition. Yeah, and probably No Way Home also on DVD. No Way Home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Well, we're running on two hours now. Really? Oh, yeah. God. Well, one fifty-five. Oh, God. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening uh, to 
so we're definitely gonna split this into two parts yeah maybe just like ketchup and then the batman Batman, yeah (laughs) so yeah thanks everyone for listening to both episode four and five three four five no four five and six thank you everyone for listening to episode four and and hey thank you for listening to episode five (laughs) try to cut that how you will (laughs) i'm gonna do it in reverse (laughs) all right everyone thank you thank you again for listening